0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Mental Golf Show. As always, I'm your host, Josh Nichols, and it is Golf Thought Thursday, where we work through common mental game struggles and explore the ways you can improve so you can shoot better scores. And on today's Golf Thought Thursday, we are going to be working through negative thoughts and their effect on your game. Should you avoid negative thoughts, ignore them, try to be positive instead? We'll see. But before we get into this episode, if you feel like you need one-on-one work on your mental game, that's what I do. Yes, I host this podcast, which is awesome, and I love it, and it's amazing, and I want to do it forever, but my actual occupation is working with players all over the world on their golf psychology. If you'd like to take the next step to improve your mental game, send an email to mentalgolfshow at gmail.com or visit my website, joshnicholsgolf.com. All right. Let's learn some things about negative thoughts. You step up on a hole. There's trouble all down the right. The thought immediately pops in your head, don't go right. This feels like a problem because you think that it's going to make you go where you're thinking. We've all heard things like the brain doesn't know the word no. So does thinking about something make you hit it there? Let's break this down. The reason why you feel like thinking one thing leads to doing that one thing again is because it has in the past. But just because that's happened in the past doesn't make it true. Have you ever had the thought, I'm going to make this? Well, did you make it? Uh, Probably not, and almost never. But because you thought, don't go right, and you went right after thinking that, you made an association with the two things. One must cause the other. But this isn't necessarily true. The reason why it can make you go where you're thinking is because when you start to fear a certain outcome, it leads your brain to engage in a fear response. Uh, Remember the episode about the yips? So I I highly encourage you to uh, go listen to that one. It deals with a lot of these same things. And when you engage in that fear response, if you remember from that episode, this means tight, guidey swings. Think of a time when you got startled by something. Unrelated to golf, you got, you got startled by something, surprised. Were you perfectly relaxed? No, 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 probably not. Your body involuntarily tightened up to get you out of there. That's because your brain is trying to help you survive. Same goes for a perceived threat on the golf course. So when you tell your brain, don't go right, that signals to your brain that over there on the right is something scary so we must avoid it at all costs. So let's tense up to save you from the threat, which means making a tight guidey swing. And this is almost never a good swing. I think you could probably relate. You might get a straight ball hitting that, making that tight guidey swing. For me personally, I hit the kind of the thin, heely, weak, straight shot. It's safe, but it's not a good shot. Or you might go way the other direction to save it, or... Unfortunately, you might hit it where you're trying to avoid. Therefore, your brain makes the association, thinking about not going right leads to going right. So we should just vow never to utter the dreaded phrase, or anything negative. We should say things like, what water, or what trees. We should ignore all the trouble, right? Well, I suggest no. In fact, I think this causes more problems than it solves. Instead of focusing on the shot at hand, now you're more focused on trying to think perfectly. And because now you're trying to lie to yourself about the trouble, this undermines your own trust of your own thinking, your your own trust of yourself. And because you're trying to cover negativity with positivity, you're covertly telling your brain that it's even scarier over there because you're scared to even talk about it. And building this threat even higher will make the fear response even stronger. Like shaking up a closed soda bottle, eventually it's going to explode in the form of more bad shots or even full-on yips on that hole or holes similar to it. So no, the solution is not to ignore the trouble or vow to never mention the naughty words. But here is the solution. Let yourself have random negative thoughts and hit the shot anyway. Yeah, I said it's okay to have negative thoughts. I'm even saying it's possible to hit good shots while having negative thoughts. You know why? Because thoughts don't hit shots. You do. You think pro golfers have perfect thinking at all times and are completely clear-headed and perfectly positive over every shot when they're trying to close out a major championship? No, I promise you, they're not. What pros are really good at, though, is having a better relationship With their own thinking. They allow themselves to have thoughts without letting the thoughts take them with them. The ones with the best relationship with their own thoughts realize that just having a thought doesn't mean anything. So here's the bottom line. Thoughts are just random things that pop in your head based on past experience or trying to predict how the future will go. Remember, your brain's job is to help you survive. Thoughts are your brain trying to help you survive uncertain or potentially threatening scenarios. You often don't even intentionally think things like, don't blow this round, or don't screw this up, or don't go right. Sometimes those thoughts just pop in unsolicited. So when you give them truth and credit, you let the thought dictate your actions. But on the reverse, you can allow the thought to be there let it be there and still be present and focused on the shot at hand so let's go through our scenario while having a better relationship with our own thoughts you step up on the hole with trouble down the right because you've gone right before the random unsolicited thought don't go right pops in your head because you're working on your awareness now your awareness of random thoughts like this you notice it you notice that thought don't go right there it is there it is And instead of fighting it or trying to ignore it or cover it with positive thoughts, you say, okay, there's that same old thought. Yes, right isn't where I want to go, but the fear of right isn't relevant right now. It's not a threatening scenario. It's not life or death. So what is relevant right now? The conditions of this shot and hitting this shot to the best of my ability, focusing on what needs to be focused on for this shot. You know, the line, the lie, the wind, uh, the, the target selection, all of that, the dispersion pattern on, on the club that you're hitting, all of that is what's relevant right now. Notice how this isn't negative or positive. It's not covering things with positivity. It's also not berating yourself and making yourself and, and motivating yourself to hit it somewhere. It's not negative or positive. It's coming back to the neutral factors of the shot that actually matter. Try this the next time you play. You can experiment with this. It it won't hurt. Maybe even like do it on a nine holes when you're playing by yourself. Try this. Notice your habitual thoughts in certain spots on the course and decide to have a better relationship with those thoughts. You won't be perfect right away, but you will improve with practice. All right, everyone hope you enjoyed this Golf Thought Thursday about thinking and how to have a better relationship with your own thoughts instead of automatically going with your own thoughts. As I always mentioned at the end of these episodes, what you've heard here isn't therapy. It's meant for information and education purposes only. If you feel like you need personal help on some deeper things you're going through, I encourage you to go talk to a licensed professional. But on the golf psychology front, if you feel like what you've heard doesn't quite cut it and you'd like to work one-on-one with someone, I'm a golf psychology coach. I work with players all over the world on, on improving their mental game so they can improve their performance on the course. If you'd like to get in touch with me, feel free to send an email to mentalgolfshow at gmail.com or visit my website, joshnicholsgolf.com. And that email just mentioned you'd, you'd like more info about one-on-one coaching. All right. Thanks again to everyone who listens to the mental golf show, whether you're new here or you've been here since day one, I really appreciate the community that we've built. It's been awesome. It's been, it's been the ride of my life. Seriously. It's been so cool. If you've enjoyed this episode episode, go subscribe and leave a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And I'd love it. If you shared this episode with a friend who always says what trees or what water, they probably need to hear this. Okay, thanks for listening to this episode of The Mental Golf Show. I'm Josh Nichols, and I'll catch you guys next time.